Well, guys, in a world where there's lies, there's half-truths, it's hard to know where to turn, who to listen to, because everywhere you turn, you get a different story, <clears throat> a different truth. Well, that's why I created the Truth For You podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you truth, not my truth, not the world's truth, but biblical truth, God's truth, straight in the Bible. Uh, we're going to cover all sorts of topics. We cover things from just how to live life to salvation, to world religions. Today, we're going to talk about God working for us, God doing good things through us despite our mistakes, despite what the world does to us. How can God use that to benefit us, to benefit His kingdom? Guys, I'm going to ask you real quick, if you have not, man, share the podcast. Give the podcast a rating. You can find it on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, wherever you're listening. Uh, I know you can leave a review on iTunes. I don't think Spotify does that yet. So if you're listening on iTunes, be sure to do that. And if you're finding value from the podcast, please share it with others. Let's grow this podcast. All right, so let's get into today. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, you know, a lot of times I do a podcast because it's something that I've been thinking about that week or something um, just happened that I thought, you know what, this would make a good podcast episode, or maybe some students have asked me something. So here's one of the fundamental things I think you have to believe as a follower of Christ. You have to believe that God truly loves us, right? That he truly loves us, not half loves us, not a conditional love, like it's only based on our obedience, but that he loves us regardless. That's why he's created us. That's why he's given us life. And that's why our life happens the way it happens. Now, there's a caveat, right? Like we choose sometimes to make bad decisions and, and we choose things to happen to us. Um, so sometimes those things are just brought upon ourselves. Sometimes things happen because, look, we live in a broken world. We live in a world where we're not perfect and the people that we live with are not perfect, all right? So bad things are going to happen at times. But... The overall theme is that God loves us. And here's the other thing to think about. The love that we know and we experience is different. It's, it's nowhere close to the love that God has for us. And I know that's hard to believe and it's hard to comprehend. And I'm going to give you an example. Um, you, as a teenager, you know, a lot of teenagers listening. So you as a teenager, you, you've probably only experienced one to two types of love, a love that you have maybe for your, for your family, for your parents. Um, and then maybe, a, or maybe even a love for an animal. Okay. Like you love your dog, your cat, whatever that animal is. And maybe you have had a teenage love. Okay. And maybe it's real love. Maybe it's the real deal. You're going to marry and be married forever. Or perhaps it's more of an infatuation. But you've experienced a couple different types of love. Now, as a teenager, you thought you only knew one type of love, the love that you had for your family or maybe the love that you had for a dog. And then all of a sudden you fell in love, right? That, that boyfriend or that girlfriend. And then all of a sudden you experienced a different type of love. Not necessarily a greater love, but a just different depth to love, right? And then you got your heart broken maybe, you know, like... 
the girlfriend or the boyfriend that broke up with you or whatever, and then you're devastated, right? Like you can't eat, you can't think, you can't function because your heart's broken because you've, you've experienced this brokenness in love or what you thought was love. Now, sometimes it's a whole different podcast. That was not true love to begin with. That was an infatuation. But I'm going to go to a third level, okay? Uh, my teenagers, I hope you're not there yet, uh, but maybe you young adults or some parents listening. When you have a child, you now experience a different depth of love. When you have your own child, there's this new love. And it's not necessarily better or greater, I would say, than maybe the love for your family or your loved one, your, your spouse, whatever. It's just a different type of love. There's this different depth. All right, so I want to say that when I'm saying that God has another level of depth for us that we can't comprehend because we don't, yes, we can have children. I think, honestly, where I am now in life, I think that's probably the closest that we can comprehend is, is the love that we have for a child, is the love that God has for us, but even more so because He created the world and He created us as humans and He thought and He, he breathed life into us. And he has this plan for us. So I think there's a greater love that we, we can't even comprehend. For one, we're, we are messed up humans, right? We, we fail. We make mistakes. We, we sin. Whereas God, he's perfect. And so he does not fail. He does not make mistakes. So again, the love that he has is a perfect love. Where ours has maybe been twisted by society, by, by the world. And so we don't fully comprehend all right, so I'm trying to establish this, this fundamental base so that we can build upon it. All right, so if, if the basis is that God has this great love for us, then where do we go from here? You know, why, why doesn't God just give us everything? Like, why doesn't God just answer all our prayers? Why does God allow us to go through pain and through suffering and through difficult times? And why do these different things have to happen? Again, Partly because we, we've made decisions that there's consequences to. Partly because we live in a broken world and so there's evil around us, right? So bad things are, are just going to happen. Not necessarily anything that you did to deserve that, but just there's bad people. Uh, I, real recently, something that just uh, popped in my mind, uh, my mother is, has moved and she had a lot of her stuff in storage in three different storage units. Well, one of them got broken into and they stole a lot of valuable stuff. The latest that she said, I think it was upwards of $25,000 worth of valuable goods that were stolen. And she's devastated because some of them were heirlooms passed down from, from generations above and just crushes her. Not that it's the money value, but it was more the sentimental value. Now, she didn't do anything. She didn't ask anybody. She didn't do anything to these people that stole. They just they just broke in and stole because they were mean. They were evil. They they were selfish. Whatever. All right. So those those things, right? And she could say, well, "Why did God let this happen?" All right. There's just bad that's going to happen in the world. Doesn't mean God loves my mother any less or any more. It's just there's bad things going to happen. Now, let's keep progressing. Okay. So if that's our base. Um, let's think about it from, again, from a standpoint of a parent. Again, I know a lot of you listening are not parents yet, but if you are a parent or one day when you are a parent, you're going to want what's best for your child, okay? You, you love them. You want them to be happy. You want them to obtain everything that they want in life. You know, if they, 
you know, if they want to have a certain degree or job or career or whatever, you would love for them to have that if that's what they truly want, right? Like, that's great. However, there is a line that you draw and you say, you know what, even though that's what you think you really want, that's probably not very beneficial because sometimes we as parents, we have more knowledge, we have more experience, we have more wisdom. And so sometimes we see a disaster awaiting that maybe our child does not. Again, maybe it's, you know, I'm going to go back to a simple illustration that I've probably used before, but let's say a child sees this nice, attractive, red, hot eye on the stove. And it's glowing red and it looks just so attracting to put a hand on top of. And they really want to. And you try to tell them, no, no, that's not good for you. And they cry and they pitch a fit because that's what they want. They desire that. It looks so attracting. It, 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 they just want to test it out. They just want to put their hand on it. But you know, as a parent, because you've experienced it already, no, 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 that is really hot and it's going to burn and it's going to hurt. And it could do some really bad damage if you held your hand there long enough. I mean, you could burn the skin off. You could get, you know, second, third degree burns. It could be very bad. So you are are holding, withholding that, even though it's crushing the child because they don't understand. They're just, they're just wanting that because they think that's what they want. And you're keeping that from them. Are you a bad parent because you're not allowing them to be happy? No, right? You're, you're a great parent because you are keeping them from injury and from hurt. Now, we can't always prevent hurt and heartache from our children or our loved ones because sometimes it just, you know, we're not there to protect or sometimes they just, they're still going to grab it. Like maybe they break free from you and they put their hand on the eye and boom, they're burned. But I share that illustration because I want you to understand there's prayers that you pray that you think you truly want and that will truly benefit you or, or make you happy or give you this peace or give you this joy. And God doesn't give you the answer that you want. I'm not going to say he doesn't answer prayers because he does answer prayers, but sometimes he's not answering them the way we would like. He's withholding and we get frustrated and we think God doesn't love us because he's not blessing us with this. When in reality, God's probably saying, no, 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 because I know if I did give you this, it's going to be disaster or it's not going to be as beneficial. Or maybe I'm going to, if I answer it with a yes, you're going to miss out on something even better. You know, maybe like the old game show, what's behind door number one or door number two, you're, you're dying for door number one. Or maybe you've even seen what it is. Maybe it's a car and you think, this is the car. This is the, this is the grand prize. I want the grand prize. And you're not sure what door number two is. So you're like, ah, I'm kind of scared about door number two. I don't want to go in door number two. I just want the car. Like the car is a great prize. And in reality, maybe door number two is an even better car, plus money, plus a house, plus a vacation. It's so much better. But you are determined to get door number one. Right? So I want you to think in bigger pictures. Okay, I want you to realize that God knows everything, everything about us. He knows the future. He knows our past. He knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for his kingdom. Again, sometimes maybe what's best for us, maybe it's not what's best for his kingdom. And ultimately, we exist to love God 
and to share him with others. So sometimes us pursuing what just we want may not be what's best ultimately for God and for his greater kingdom. So I hope you gather uh, all this information that I'm throwing at you and you're able to kind of comprehend it a little bit better because what I want you to truly understand is that God loves us far more than we can ever, ever, ever comprehend. And he wants us, okay? Like a parent wants your, your child to be happy. He wants you, you know, to experience the best. However, sometimes that means withholding, okay? Um, here's another example, okay? My sons are all invo- involved in sports and athletics. Now, sometimes I push them hard in the weight room or in conditioning or running, and they're suffering. And of course, me as a parent, I don't like to see them suffer. You know, I'd like, okay, we'll just, you know, take a break or take it easier. Don't push so hard because that's that's discomforting to you or that may be hurting. Your muscles are sore or tired. But I know from experience, again, from from wisdom, that pushing them not crazy, right? But just pushing them a little more, you know, is building endurance, it's building strength, it's it's building these qualities and these skill sets that they need to be better athletes. Because I know, I know what's better for them than they do at this point in life. Now, one day they'll they'll probably know more than me, but I just have more experience. I have more knowledge. And so I will push them just like coaches a lot of times. They're pushing you if you're an athlete or you're a player, you're winded and you can't breathe. And sometimes the coach keeps pushing. And you keep doing these drills over and over. Why? Because the coach knows that these drills are going to help you. They're going to help you be the better athlete, the better performer, the better teammate. It's not that they'd like to see you suffer, although some of you may, <laughs> you may have some coaches that do like to see you suffer, but most of the good coaches, they really just want you to be a better athlete. They want you to be a better asset to the team. They're not just trying to make you suffer because they, they like to see that. All right, so it's the same way. You have to trust, just like you trust your coaches a lot of times, that they know what's best and you're going to do what they say. Or maybe it's your, you know, it could be a, um, a performance coach, it could be a teacher, it could be your boss that you don't really understand what all they're telling you to do, but you're trusting them because they have more experience, more knowledge, and you just trust them. Well, you have to trust God. You have to trust His process that sometimes He may not answer your prayers, because uh, here, I think a lot of times it boils down to two things um, with God answering prayers. One, I think it's either it's not in God's plan, right? It's not truly what's best for you. And again, when I say answering prayers, answering the way you would like God to answer them. So again, go back to number one. I don't think God's answering your prayer because A, it is not according to his plan his purpose for you. There is a better plan, a better purpose. So that's why he's not answering it the way you'd like for it. He's giving you a no when you want a yes. Now, B would be that he's not answering that prayer the way you want it because it's not the right timing. It's not that he doesn't want you to have it, but the timing is not right for whatever reason. Maybe we the ones praying the prayer, we're not ready for it. We think we're ready, but we're not. That has been the case with me many a times. I thought I was ready for something and I prayed and prayed and he didn't give it to me. And then later down the road, maybe it did get answered. And I was like, wow, I needed, I needed this extra growth period or I needed this extra time because I was not ready to handle that. Or 
just the other circumstances, the other, the other things that go according to that plan are not ready. So you may be ready, but maybe the other things are not ready yet for the timing to be perfect. Again, we just went through a, a long four and a half year process with Lois and getting a Chick-fil-A. And it was so many times we're like, well, God, are you saying no? Are you saying not now? We felt like it was a yes, but just a not now that we were going to get a store. We just kept saying, all right, we just got to trust God. We're, we've just got to trust God that it's not the right timing. And we kept telling ourselves that over and over and over. can't tell you how many times we had to say that to ourselves and that we had to pray that. And it, that's what it ultimately ended up being. It was just not the right timing. Maybe the, And again, I think it was a combination. I think it was a combination of, of Lois Ann wasn't ready yet, even though she thought she was. And part of it, I think, was our family. Maybe our family wasn't ready yet for the move. And uh, the other, I think, was just maybe the community. It just, you know, the right community and the right timing. It wasn't ready yet. God was waiting to do all these things. So it goes back to timing. So God's not answering your prayer the way you want it to be answered for two reasons. This is my opinion now, based on based on my knowledge of the Bible and based on my experience as a follower of Christ. It is not God's will, not God's best for you, or it's not the right timing, and you have to trust the process. Now, here's a verse that I want to go over. Romans 8, 28. And what we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. That's the New Living Translation. Here's another one. We know that God works all things together for the good for the ones who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. All right, now I'm taking all this together, okay, from from the prayers that you feel like are not getting answered to the bad things that have happened in your life. Why, why, why? You have to trust that God is using all these things for our good, for the good. Not not everybody's going to be it working for their good, okay? It says good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. So for those that are followers of Christ, God is working all things for your good and for my good. So go back to all the bad things that have happened in life from your bad decisions to the decisions of others that have maybe caused harm or, or, or pain, God can use those for his good if we let them. Now, now, obviously, we have a choice here. We can say, no, I'm going to not allow God to use those things. But if we learn from our mistakes, if we learn from the mistakes of others, and if we seek God and say, okay, God, this has happened, um, I don't want to be a victim of this. You know, I don't want to. I don't want this just to to be in vain, so to speak. How can this benefit me? How can this benefit you, God, in the long run? And if you turn it over to God, I know that He will use it for your good, because God makes the promise in Romans eight twenty eight that for all things can work for the good of those who love Him. Now, this could be a very long episode because I get into a lot of things. You know, I can I can go back to my dad dying, right? Like, well, how's that a good thing, God? Because my dad died. 
Well, I'm not saying the event itself is good, okay? I'm not saying that it's great for that kind of stuff to happen, but I can look back now. It's been, you know, 13, 14 years, and I can, I can look back and I can say, well, I can see the good that has come from my dad passing. I can see how that opened the door for me to go full-time ministry, and it just changed the whole trajectory of my life. It was very devastating, obviously, and I, I wish I still had my dad. I wish he got to meet Gavin. He, he only got to meet Mike and Jay and barely got to meet Colin. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's pain. There's heartache. There's, there's wishes there. But I also know my life took a different trajectory, and God has used it for not only my good, for His good. So we go back to that. How can God use the bad things in our life? He can. Now, if there are bad things that are happening because you chose those, well, obviously you have to repent. You have to turn from those things. You have to be sorry for them. And then God can turn, start using that for his good. If it's something bad that happened to you, then you just have to seek God and say, God, okay, this, this happened. I'm, I'm frustrated. You know, my mom was losing these valuables that got broken into. You know, she's like, okay, God, um, this is frustrating. Uh, but ultimately, how does this work for your good and for your glory? And I don't know. That that just recently happened. I don't know how that's going to play out. But I can go back and I can look at a lot of bad things in my life, bad decisions that I made, and bad things that just happened in my life, you know, like my dad dying. And I can see how if we look for it and if we allow God, He can use those things for our good. So that's the key. I think that's one of the secrets in life is how do we change that mindset? How do we be grateful for things? How do we learn from experiences? How do we allow God to use those things to make us better? How do we take heartache? How do we take pain? How do we take struggle? How do we take all those things and say, God, take all these things in my life. Use them. Use them for your good, but also use them for my good. God, I love you. I I want to be the best that you've called me to be. How do I allow this to benefit you and benefit me as a follower and as a lover of Jesus Christ? That's a key. And when you learn to do that, you'll see your life take a different trajectory. I promise you. You'll see God using things. You'll see God opening doors. You'll see God fulfilling you in ways that you didn't realize He could fulfill. He'll be giving you this peace. I'm not saying it's all you know, golden brick road, roses, rainbows, sunshine. It's not. There's still difficulties. There's still struggles. There's still bad things. But you'll find so many more blessings along the way. And you'll find yourself uh, really fulfilling the purpose that God has for you when you do those things. So guys, that's the podcast. I hope this has been beneficial. Again, I, I do these podcasts because I want you to benefit. I want you to benefit from things that I've learned, from my experiences, from from my reading, from my understanding, because I care about you. I love you. I want you to be the best that God has you to be, right? So that being said, again, share the podcast if you find value. If not, hey, no obligations. But I appreciate you listening to today's podcast. I love you as always. You can find my email in the show notes. Shoot me an email uh, if you have some topics, some ideas of future podcasts, or you have questions. I'm here to help however I can benefit you. Um, That's what I'm here for. All right, guys. Well, that's it. 
I hope you have a blessed week. And we'll catch you next week's podcast. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we all have fear.